praise the lord um sorry for that glitch there now there was a problem with the reception but um it is fixed now glory to god um can we just bow down our heads wherever we Can we just bow down our heads and say this prayer? Father, in the name of Jesus, reveal yourself to me today in your world. Can we just pray this prayer? Father, in the name of Jesus, reveal yourself to us in your world, in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, we ask that you teach us by yourself tonight, in the name of Jesus. We ask that you teach us in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. For in Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Hello, welcome to the Prosperity Center today. I am um, very happy to have us here at night school um so they want to look at the world for some minutes and then we're going to pray together as a body for one person so please i want to beg us not to be in a hurry this evening we'll try as much as possible to be fast but at the same time um we need to pray for someone in particular that is a member of the school so I'm, I'm saying this now so that we're not in a hurry, so that we can partake in this prayer particularly. Now, Isaiah chapter 28. Today we want to look at the word of God and look at a topic I call tongues, the gateway to the supernatural. Isaiah chapter 28 from verse 11. Sister Comfort, you'll be reading all scriptures for us tonight to avoid um, interference of any kind. Now, before you read, I think uh, about a few days ago, I was speaking to a, a set of young people. I was ministering the word to them, and uh, you know, I asked one of them, a young lady, very responsible, brought up in very responsible home, I believe. She looks very responsible and very Christian, very Christian, emphasis on very Christian. So I asked her. That have you been baptized by the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues? And then she asked me, what is it about? What is this tongue about? And that question, you know, kept rolling in my mind. Now, what is this tongue business about? Much emphasis has been laid on tongues. It, it seems like we emphasize too much on tongues. And why? Can we not just pray normally and still get results? I mean, what is the importance? What is the reason of tongues? Praise God. Isaiah chapter 28, you can read now. That is what we want to look at today. Isaiah 28, verse 11. Isaiah 28, verse 11. 
For with stammering lips and another tongue will he speak to these people. To whom he said, This is the rest wherewith ye may cause the weary to rest. And this is the refreshing, yet they would not hear. Can I continue? Mm. That's enough, ma. Thank you. Now, this is the prophet Isaiah speaking under the um, unction of the Holy Spirit under the whole covenant. And he says, For with stammering lips and another tongue, and another tongue will he speak to these people. To whom he said, This is the rest. Can somebody say, This is the rest? With which you may cause the weary to rest. And he says again, This is the refreshing. This is the refreshing. This is the rest. Now, the prophet Isaiah was prophesying about a dispensation he will not partake in. He was talking about a dispensation that he would not partake in. And then he said that he has said, that the word of God has said, that this is the refreshing. It may look like we are stuttering. It may look like... um. How do you put it now? It may look like something that is imperceptible to the mind. But the Bible has said, this is the refreshing. Now, how is praying in the spirit, particularly in tongues, a refreshing? I want you to see something about tongues tonight. And you will enter a new dimension of praying in the spirit. You will understand why it is preferable to pray in the spirit and it will not just become an exercise it will become a part of you this is the refresh now to refresh means to make uh, how do you put it now to make something afresh again are we together sort of like to replenish We'll come back to this text later. Acts chapter 2 and verse 4. Acts chapter 2 and verse 4. We'll come back to the Isaiah 28 verse 11 to 12 later. Acts chapter 2 and verse 4. I just want to show us some things and then we'll pray in the spirit together. This is the refreshing. Acts chapter 2 verse 4. And mm -hmm. they were all filled with the Holy Ghost mm -hmm. and began to speak with other tongues. Mm -hmm. and the spirit gave them utterance thank you and they were all filled with the holy ghost hear the word of god everybody they were all filled with the holy ghost and they began to speak with another tongue they were all filled with the holy ghost and as a result of being filled with the holy ghost they began to pray in another language they began to pray in another language. So we can say categorically that praying in the Spirit is first and foremost the initial evidence of receiving the Holy Spirit. It is not your feelings. It is not the joy. 
it is not crying, it is nothing. The initial evidence, scriptural based evidence of receiving the Holy Ghost is praying in the Spirit or say speaking in tongues. Now, please pay attention when I say praying in the Spirit and speaking in tongues, they're not the same thing. Not all speaking in tongues is praying or not all speaking in tongues is prayer. This is where Isaiah 28, 28 verse 11 comes back in. We're going to look at it shortly. Not all speaking in tongues is prayer. He said, and they all spoke with other tongues. And there's something interesting about this particular experience. It is that they spoke the language of men that men could understand, but they, the speakers, could not understand. So let me just emphasize on this again, that if you have received the Holy Ghost, it is your birthright. It is, it belongs to you. It is not something as the Spirit wills. It is your birthright to pray or to speak in tongues. Yes, it is true that the Holy Spirit gives utterance to you. Are we together now? It is true that the utterance does not come from you. It comes from the Holy Spirit. But you can pray in tongues or you can speak in tongues any time of the day and for as long as you want. Because it is your birthright. According to this prophet, it is your birthright. This is for with stammering leaves and a new tongue shall he speak to these people. Now, we're still making the build, we're still moving, uh, doing the build up. Now, there's something we must understand. First Corinthians chapter 12, verse 10. Don't read yet. If we look at the book of First Corinthians chapter 12, from verse 7, it lists the gifts or say the manifestations of the Holy Spirit and the body of Christ. It lists the manifestation. And it reveals nine separate gifts. Nine separate gifts. Three power gifts. The gift of faith. The gift of healing. Gifts of healing and the working of miracles. Three gifts that reveal something. The gift of knowledge, uh, word of knowledge. The gift of word of wisdom. And the discerning of spirits. And three utterance gifts. Pay attention. Three utterance gifts. Tongues. Interpretation of tongues. And prophecy. Now, all of these nine gifts... Seven of them were in manifestation before the Lord Jesus and during the ministry of the Lord Jesus. All of them. Praise God. You will see why this is important now. The prophets of old under the old covenant manifested all of the gifts of the spirit. We saw word of wisdom in manifestation, word of knowledge, discerning of spirits, you name them. Working of miracles, you name them. All of these gifts were in manifestation except one. I mean, except two now. Tongues and interpretation of tongues. Praise God. Praise God. Tongues and interpretation of tongues. Even the Lord Jesus did not operate under this gift in his ministry. He did not operate this gift. Praise God. I'll tell us why. 
Now, do not forget that Acts chapter 2 verse 4 said, immediately the Holy Spirit came upon these people. They began to speak in tongues. So it means that as a result of being filled with the Holy Ghost, are we together now? Something had to happen. This new experience spiritually, okay, ushered in a new wave, a new dispensation that is unique to these people. And it is that they prayed in the spirit or they spoke with the tongues. So it is a gift of the spirit for this dispensation, primarily for the edification of the believer. Are we together? Now, the Lord Jesus didn't need uh, tongues or interpretation of tongues because he had spent considerable amounts of time edifying himself with the word of God. It was not just because he was the son of God. He had spent 20 to 26 years or thereabouts. Okay, let's say 25 years. Studying the world before he began the ministry. He had built himself up with the word of God. I went together. That edifying himself with tongues is no longer a necessity. But for you, receiving the Holy Ghost, I will be now. You need to edify yourself or say, build yourself up, even as you speak in new talks. Now, for the believer that is not familiar with supernatural things, Jesus was familiar. Now, for the believer that is not uh, familiar with the supernatural realm originally, tongues becomes the gateway for you to enter into the supernatural realm. Don't forget that you are a spirit being and a supernatural being. So tongues is the gateway for you to enter into the realm that belongs to you. And this is why when they received the Holy Ghost, the first thing that they did was that they began to speak in tongues. It was the gateway. And after they began to speak in tongues, you see manifestation of God's power began in their lives. It was the gateway. It was the gift. But we must not forget that it is primarily a devotional gift. Perhaps you should read the scriptures. First Corinthians chapter 12. First Corinthians chapter 12, verse 10 and verse 28. First Corinthians 12, verse 10. 1 Corinthians, Corinthians 12, verse 10. To another, the working of miracles. Mm -hmm. To another, prophecy. Mm -hmm. To another, the signing of spirits. Mm -hmm. To another, diverse kinds of tongues. Mm -hmm. To another, the interpretation of tongues. To another, the interpretation of tongues. But Thank all... you. Okay. Thank you. It's, it's all right there. It's all right there. Now, this gift in particular, this is a gift of the spirit for this dispensation, as we have said earlier. But now, diverse kind of tongues and interpretation of tongues. These two are, let me say, let me put it this way. They are the gifts of the spirit for public ministration. It is different from the 
natural speaking in tongues. Should I say natural? Supernatural speaking in tongues that is for private use. There are two different things. I want to go there now. We are all expected to pray in the spirit or to speak in tongues in our private place, in our private prayer place. But not all of us will be used to speak publicly. Now, that one is determined severally. I mean, that one is determined by the Holy Spirit as he wills. That is what that scripture says. Uh, uh, it is given by the Holy Spirit severally as he wills. It is not talking about it. Because some people look at that scripture and begin to think, eh, maybe some of us are meant to pray in tongues and then some of us are not meant to. No, 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 no. It's quite different. You will look at it. That this scripture follows the, 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 uh, the, the previous seven uh, gifts of the Spirit. Now, you agree with me that individually you may prophesy in your room. Individually. You may take upon the word of God and confess it. That is the prophecy. By prophesying to yourself. Now, does that make you a prophet? Obviously, no. But then, the, there is a gift of the Spirit called prophecy. Not everyone can do that. So let's not make mistake that you are expected to speak with us in your private devotional life. Now, verse 28. First Corinthians 12, 28. And God mm -hmm. has said some in the church. God has said some in the church. First apostles. First apostles. Secondarily prophets. Secondarily prophets. Thirdly teachers. Thirdly teachers. After that miracles. After that miracles. Then gift of healings. Then gift of healings. Helps. Helps. Government. Governments. Diversity of tongues. And diversity of tongues. Thank you, ma'am. Now, you can see that this gift that he's talking about says, God has set in the church. So this is for public ministration in the church. For the edification of the brethren in the church. In the church. Apostles, prophets, teachers, miracles, helps, diversities of tongues. Now, for a man to get to the level where he is going to be used in the area of diversity of tongues, because we are focusing on tongues tonight, that man must first be someone that, is ex that has had a wonderful, continual experience of diversities of tongues in his private prayer life. Are we together? This, this is what I'm saying. That apart from the general... Uh, apart from the, uh, how do you put it now? The public ministration of tongues and interpretation. That is one side. In your private prayer life, you are expected to pray in the Spirit. In fact, the Lord Jesus said in Mark chapter 16, 16 and verse uh, 16 down to 19. He said, go into all the world, preach the gospel. Okay, he says, those that believe, they will be saved. If anyone does not believe, they will be damned. You know, I said, these signs will follow them that believe. Everybody here, these signs will follow them that believe in my name they shall cast out demons it says they shall speak with new tongues again they shall speak with new tongues i find it interesting that many times believers are waiting for the holy spirit 
to push them somehow or to force them into praying in the spirit and then they find it difficult to tune to, to, to attune with the holy spirit when the Holy spirit is moving no you are going to be the one to pray in the spirit so even now it is your right even now it is your right now remember that the bible says that this is the refreshing praise god let's go back to our anchor test isaiah chapter 20 verse 11 we're not reading we're ready we're very ready now he said this is the refreshing which it will cause the weary to rest eh? and he says this is the rest and we are saying earlier before that to refresh means to make something afresh again so it then follows that if you would like to continually refresh yourself and to keep a continual experience of the manifestation of God's power in your life, praise God, you would need to learn to continually speak in tongues. Hallelujah. This is not to say that the word of God is not powerful. The word is powerful. Ah. I heard about a particular minister that, that is, is old, and so they asked him this question in his old age. He said, if he could go back 30 years, said, what will he change about his ministry? Or what would he correct? He said, I will labor more in the world. This is his answer. He said, I will labor more in the world, pray more in the spirit, and preach less. This person is a minister of God called to the fivefold ministry, naturally a preacher. And he's saying that I will labor more in the world, pray more in the spirit, and then preach less. And I understood what he was saying because if he labors more in the world, I was together now. And this is the same thing you should start practicing from today. If you labor more in the world, pray more in the spirit. Before you speak two, three words, manifestation will come. This is the refreshing. To continually refresh yourself make yourself afresh again not weird out this is the way to carry burdens of the spirit and not be worn out this is the way to get something done in the spiritual realm and not carry burdens on your neck this is the rest Many times there are things that our see there is there is just little to what our minds can understand. The spiritual forget it. The, the supernatural realm is beyond what the human mind can comprehend. I'm not talking publicly in your private room, in your prayer place. You need to pray more in the spirit. You need to speak more in the spirit. And I've said before, not all speaking in tongues is praying okay so there are some speaking in tongues okay that can be prophecy i will get it now speaking in tongues can be prophesying okay so speaking in tongues can be delivering a message in fact that has to do particularly with diverse kind of tongues i remember this experience some uh sometimes earlier this year we were praying in a gathering and one of the sisters they began to groan seriously in the spirit and so by the reason by, by the way she was growing i just sensed in my spirit that this lady is not praying for herself no 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 she can't be praying for herself with the way she's groaning 
she can't just be praying for herself. So, so I asked everybody to ignore her. So let's just continue our praying and leave her there. And at the end, at the close of the meeting, another person came to meet me and said, Sir, you will not believe me, sir. This lady that was that you said was groaning, she was not groaning. She called my name. She gave me specific instructions. Groaning is what we heard. But she said she called my name, spoke directly to me, and gave me specific instructions. That's diverse type of tongues at work. So there are many things that God would love to show us, but we are unable to bear them because we are not in the spirit. And so if they say, get your, get in, into the spirit, so if they, say, if they say, be in the spirit, you know that the gateway, the easiest way, the gateway is to begin to pray in the spirit. And it can be as easy as putting on the switch of turn on and off. It is as easy as trusting the Holy Spirit to give you utterance. This is the beginning of learning to live by faith as a matter of fact. Because learning to trust the Holy Spirit to just go into tongues makes it easier to trust the word of God and just take it on and, and go. Praise God. Now, we have mentioned two things. That one, praying in the spirit that is speaking in tongues now is the initial evidence of receiving the Holy Spirit. Two, it is a gift for this dispensation. It is a gift for now, for every believer that has received the Lord Jesus and is baptized. For every believer, whether, regardless of the age, I want to get it now. Three, it is a primary devotional gift. It is meant primarily for you to be a means of communicating, a means of accessing things of the supernatural, primarily for you. Then as you grow in that area, I want to get it now, then the Holy Spirit will now begin to use you in public ministrations. We'll get there. But for now, primarily, it is for you and your life. God. Yeah, sorry, I had a glitch with the exception again. But I, I, I don't think it should happen again. Everything is all right. Everything is all right. Thank you. Yes, I was saying that the fourth thing about prayer tongues is that it gives you a direct access to god you are in direct contact with god when you pray in the spirit now see there is always a there is always this feeling that maybe when we pray or when we are doing certain things or when we worship or when we praise maybe what we are doing is unacceptable to god there's always a feeling, there's always a part of us that is perhaps worried that maybe we have not received answers because God did not hear us. Praise God. And first John chapter 5, verse 4. Let's read that scripture. First John 5, 4. First John chapter 5, verse 14, rather. First John 5:14. Say something about prayer. First John chapter 5 and verse 14. 
says, and this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Now, so there's always a challenge whether God hears us when we pray. And so we sometimes are wondering. Because if God can't hear us, if there's no assurance that God heard us, then how are we going to know we are going to receive what we pray? But praise God, when we pray in the spirit, you can be rest assured that God hears you because you are in direct contact with God. First Corinthians 14 verse 2. First Corinthians chapter 14 and verse 2. So you find that praying in the spirit now, particularly, is a means to be in direct contact with God. Anybody can read? Okay, you can First go ahead and read. Corinthians 14 verse 2. 14, yes. For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue, speaketh not unto men, but unto God. For no man understand him, albeit in the spirit he speaketh mysteries. Mm. Thank you. He that speaketh in an unknown tongues, the Bible says what? He, he speaketh mysteries unto who? Unto God. So you can be rest assured that you are in direct, we are you have a direct contact with God. Whether you are praising God and you talk, and you begin to pray, speak in the spirit, or you are asking for something, or you are you want something to happen, and you are praying in the spirit, you can be rest assured, though your understanding is unfruitful. See, there's something about tongues, it has nothing, absolutely nothing to do with intellect, absolutely nothing to do with linguistic ability and absolutely nothing to do with human efforts. Absolutely nothing. It is a vocal miracle of the Holy Spirit. Some people feel that, that there, are no, there is no miracle in their lives. That maybe they are not experiencing a miracle. Listen to me. Praying in the Spirit is a vocal miracle of the Holy Spirit. Where do you think the tongue is coming from? You have a vocabulary? You are in direct contact with God. Carry that consciousness that anytime I am praying in the spirit, I am speaking with God. I am speaking with my father directly, one on one. It's as if he's standing right in front of me and I was communicating with him. If I carry that consciousness around when I pray, when I ask for things, when I want things to happen, I know that if it is true that it is my father I'm talking to, if it is true that he is my father indeed, I have received whatever it is I'm asking for. So invariably, praying in the spirit enables us to pray according to the will of God. That's four. Now, five. It is a means to pray and cause things to happen in this supernatural realm. Praise God. Today, while I was studying, God told me something. He said, when a man becomes born again, that the only thing he does something about, he does something about by the Holy Spirit, is the spirit of the man. He doesn't do anything about the body of the man. He doesn't touch the outward man. That the only thing he touches is the spirit now 
if there is something that needs to be done to the outward man you are going to be the one to do it you are going to find out what god wants to be done concerning your outward man and then do it this is why you are going to be the one to put your body in subjection hallelujah this is why you are going to be the one to receive your own healing hallelujah this is why you are going to be the one to lay hands on yourself if you were sick i mean if you happen to be sick you don't need somebody if you are too weak to lay hands on yourself and pray for yourself then you can get somebody to come and lay hands on you you are going to be the one to do it just find out what god wants done with that body and then do it why would god expect you to be able to do such a thing because he has given you the ability and the holy spirit now tongues gives you access into the spiritual uh, side of creating things and you know me and you should know by now that is only spiritual beings can create physical realities kaya so you can go into your closet hallelujah you can go into your closet shut the door and begin to pray in the spirit open the gateway to the supernatural enter into the supernatural cause things to happen come out situation has changed while you were praying this thing is no magic it's no magic it is no magic it is a means to cause not just to pray and ask god for things a means to cause things to happen and the beautiful thing about praying in the spirit when we want to cause things to happen is that we go to in the spirit you are going to the root cause you are addressing the root cause of what you want to happen you are not praying about the symptoms you are dealing with the problem as it is because many times when we pray with our understanding we are praying regarding the symptom that we should understand that there is this difference between a symptom and a problem i went together a symptom is simply the manifestations of the problem so when we pray now praying now understanding cannot really help us all the time yes it can help us sometimes but not all the time because there are some things that what we can see is symptoms we don't understand what the problem is so it is better to just enter into the spiritual realm and cause things to happen so yes you heard me right it gives you access to cause things to happen i mean you can just it is just like you are opening the door imagine going into the supernatural as if you want to enter into a room it is as simple as that and tongues is their door tongues is their door just open the door enter cause what you want to happen to happen while you are in the spirit now come out come and see manifestation praise god praise god ephesians chapter 6 and verse 18 Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 18. Tongues, an important gateway to the experience of the supernatural. Kai, 
Brethren, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirits. Amen. Mm. Ephesians 6. Okay, sorry. Um, 6 verse 18. Okay. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And watching there unto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Hallelujah. Thank you. Now, we, if you read from verse um, 8, the Bible is talking about us describing how we are fighting, uh, describing the wrestling that is taking place. It says, We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in the highest places. It now describes us, <clears throat> praise God. It tells us to take on the whole armor of God that we may be able to stand. I will together. And after describing this armor, hmm? after describing the armor, he now say he now hands it with this verse 18. Praying always with all prayer. Now, praying always with all prayer. We've said before that there are different kinds of praying, but all praying is praying. I've said this before, there are different kinds of praying. There is the prayer of praise and worship. There's the prayer of agreement. There's the prayer of consecration. There's the prayer of commitment. There's the prayer of faith. You know, there's the prayer of supplication. They're all praying. The different kinds of prayer with different rules guiding them. But it says praying with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. Praying always with all prayer and supplication. Where? In the spirit, not in your understanding. In the spirit. Now, let, let me put a distinction there now. Now, praying in the spirit can also be done in the language you understand. Mm. The Holy Spirit can reveal things to you, okay, and, uh, you know, tell you what to pray about in a language that you understand. That one is very, quite possible. And you would still be praying in the spirit. Many times, you will find yourself praying out loud what you were praying in the spirit, in your own understanding. Okay? That is the gift of interpretation of tongues in your own private life. That's quite possible. But you have been asked that you do all of your praying in the spirit. Not look for somebody that will pray for you. Praying always with all praying in the spirit so it is a means to pray and cause things to happen okay so praise god it can be a substitute hear me very well what i'm saying praying in the spirit now can be a substitute to speaking the word of faith 
and just go in. I'll give you an instance. For example, so a man is faced with a situation. He's faced with, a, let's say, a situation that is unexpected. All right? I'm looking for a perfect way to illustrate this. Suppose that, okay, good, good, let's put it this way. Suppose that a man needs a certain amount of money and there is a deadline. Okay, yes, let's use this one. Suppose that a student wants to pay his school fee and there's a deadline. That if you don't pay the school fee before the end of the week, you'll not be able to write the exam. This is something that has happened to me very well. <laughs> now, there are two options. If the man, now, if the student has enough faith, that is, has, you know, gotten the word of God into himself, he can speak the word of faith right there and declare that me, I don't care how it is going to happen. This school fee is paid and they will not do the exam until I pay. I will together. He has declared and he went about his business. He's not thinking about it again. That is one way. Now, if he has not, if he does not have enough faith to declare this, but he knows the scripture that says, My father shall supply all of my needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Now, he can go into the spiritual realm. Hear what I'm saying, you know? He can go into the spiritual, supernatural realm now. That is true tongues, the gateway. He can go into his private place, go on his knees, and begin to pray in tongues. Are you together? Are we together and pray in tongues until he has, you know, he has come to this point of joy and peace in his spirit and then comes out. You will discover, though this person that prayed in tongues, it took him longer, he didn't say that they will not write the exam until he pays. He didn't say that he's going to pay at a particular time in his understanding, but he has said it in his spirit. Hello? It may take longer to pray in the spirit, pending the time that you have enough faith to speak the word of faith and go about your business. You can pray in the spirit. So I'm telling you that this is the reason why the Lord Jesus did not need to pray in the spirit because he could just speak and go about his way. I will together now. Don't forget, the Bible calls it, this is the refreshing. This is the rest. So. Instead of trying to get things done by your own effort, hello, you can rest upon the systems of God, go into the supernatural realm, cause things to happen, come out. I was looking at now. So that is it. So pending the time that you have faith and you can declare and go your way, you can pray in the spirit. There's no crime in that. It is not wrong to do that. But as you grow in faith, I will together now, you will not need to pray in the spirit concerning things like that. You will just speak and go about your business. I, I, I hope that is clear. If that is clear, please can you drop a message in the group? I, I sincerely hope that that is clear. Next, it is a means to be in tune with the Holy Spirit. Many times, listen to me now, this is where many people lose what God has prepared for them, even in services. When I say lose, I mean unable to receive what God has prepared for them, even when the Holy Spirit is moving in a service. Even when the Holy Spirit is moving in a service. Now, 
it is a it is a means to be in tune with the holy spirit now you can be in the presence of god fellowshipping with god and you know fellowshipping with god and um the brethren are we together fellowshipping with god and the brethren and you know just sitting down there but unable to attune distracted so silently to yourself while the message is going on if you get to a center where you feel the word that has been spoken is yours you can silently while sitting there pray in the spirit many times we don't do this a lot some of us scribble these things down with the intention to you know study probably study the word on it later and then go no you can receive it now so when you get to an area where what they have, what 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 the, the word of God that is coming out has not just edified you, you feel it is speaking to you directly. Please, please learn to open the gateway to the supernatural and enter straight. Learn it, make it a nature. It makes it possible for you to attune with the Holy Spirit, and you know, and just flow with the move of God. Many times we don't see many much, uh, you know, manifestation of the gifts of the Spirit in our midst, even when we gather. It is not because the Holy Spirit is not ready to give or to manifest. It is because we are unable. When I say we, I mean we, the believers, fellowshipping there, are unable to attune with the Holy Spirit. So, it is a means. To attune with the Holy Spirit. You want to know how to uh you want to know how to partner with God? Pray in the spirit. Ah, I have had testimonies of brethren, men of God, praying out ideas in the spirit, praying through directions in the spirit, praying through miracles in the spirit. This is quite possible. It is a system to getting things done. And now, lastly, Jude one twenty. It is a means to build up or steer up faith that you have. Jude one twenty. It is a means to build up or steer up faith that you have. Jude chapter one, verse twenty. Before we pray. Jude chapter 1 and verse 20. But ye, beloved, mm -hmm. building of mm -hmm. yourself for your mostly holy faith, mm -hmm. praying in the Holy Ghost. Thank you. Building up yourself on your most holy faith, praying in the Spirit. If you want to know just how much faith you have and just how much your faith can handle, the best test is to put that faith to work by steering it up, praying in the spirit. Now, there are many things that we go through, praise God. Now, because the Bible has said that the just shall live by what? By faith. Habakkuk 2, 4, Romans 1, 17, 
you know, Hebrews 10, 38, clear instructions. The just shall live by his faith. Clear instructions. Clear instructions. Now, by his faith, you cannot probably live beyond the amount of faith you have. You definitely cannot live beyond the amount of faith you have. But then, thank God, glory to God, that it will not let you be in a position where you don't have faith at all. So how would you use the amount of faith which you have now? You have to first tear it up, praying in the Holy Ghost. As I've said, it's just like I've said earlier, depending the time that you are able to declare words of faith and go about your business without worrying, hmm? you can pray in the spirit regarding things, cause things to happen. Hi. You can pray in the spirit. So this night we want to pray in the spirit. We want to, sincerely speaking, we want to cause things to happen on behalf of ourselves first and then on behalf of one of our brothers. Remember that when you are praying in the Holy Ghost, you are in direct contact with God. And you have access to everything that is possible to rearrange things. Let me tell you a secret. Praying in the Spirit gives you access to everything possible. Everything available that you need to rearrange things. So, praying in the Spirit is like entering into a realm of possibilities. Ah! Okay. So, regardless of how things turns out, my response is, last, 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 we pray in the Spirit. That the highest thing a situation will cost us, when I say us now, you may not get you may not get me. That the highest thing a situation will cost me is to go and pray in the spirit. Because I know that by the time I pray in the spirit and I come out, it is settled. Are we ready to pray this evening? For just five minutes, are we ready to pray? If you are ready to pray, I want you to unmute yourself, everybody. Yes. If you are ready to pray, I want you to unmute yourself. If you can listen, if you can hear me and you are not asleep yet, unmute yourself. Get ready. Be clear of any distraction of any kind. And I want you to open yourself up to become able to receive from God. Now, your spirit knows what you are going through. Your spirit knows the things that you desire. Your spirit knows the things that you want. Just trust the Holy Spirit and ask the Holy Spirit to give you utterance even as you begin to speak mysteries this evening. Can you begin to do this? Even as you begin to pray in the Spirit.